As a parent, we love our children dearly and want only what's best for them. We try to do our best to lead and guide them in the right direction, and we instruct and teach them to the best of our ability. But are we praying for them? God loves our children even more than we do. He wants what is best for them too. So many things are out of our control. We can do our best to raise our children in a godly manner, but in the end, they are responsible for their own decisions. The Bible says in Proverbs 22.6, Train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. It is our job as parents to teach them the right path to take. But how do we do that? I'm going to bring you five things to pray for your kids to help you raise them up in the way they should go. Are you sick of always feeling rushed? Are you frequently frustrated and snapping at your kids, spouse, or all of the above? Are you ready for peace and joy to flow through you in your home? In this podcast, you will find solutions to bring peace and joy back to what may feel like chaos. It is my mission to help you be restored to who God intended you to be so you can wake up refreshed and excited for each new day. When God speaks of restoration, it is always in abundance, and when restored, it is better than how it started. God promised us a better life and a better future for us and our families. If you are ready to say yes to the life God created you for and for peace to flow through your home, mind, and spirit, then you have come to the right place. I'm Jen, a wife, mom, and Jesus lover. God showed me what structure, organization, and a healthy mindset can do to bring joy back into my home and marriage. Wherever you are starting from, if you are ready to find peace, joy, and your sanity once again, or for the first time ever, along with getting back to the root of who God created you to be, this podcast is for you. Find a new joy-infused marriage and laughter and fun to replace the stress and frustration with your kiddos as you join me for real talk through the pain, struggle, and joy and freedom on the other side. When I found out I was pregnant with Georgia 10 years ago, I was not in a great place in my walk with God. I knew the gravity of the situation of me being responsible for this little life inside of me, and it shook me to my core. I was almost terrified. I knew it was a huge responsibility, and I couldn't even manage my own relationship with God. How am I supposed to care and teach for this precious little child of God how to live a life following God with passion and purpose? I had no idea what to do or how to do it, or how I was going to manage as a single mom. I know I'm a good mom. I know God knew I was a perfect mom for her, but I had no idea what to do. I prayed. I prayed hard. I asked God to give me wisdom and guidance and to show me how to raise this little girl up to have a heart passionate for God. It was having Georgia that got me back on track with my relationship with God because I was no longer responsible for myself alone. I was now in charge of caring for a child that God had entrusted to me. Psalms 127.3 says that children are a gift from the Lord. I don't know about you, but if God gifts me something, I'm going to make sure I do my very best in caring for it, especially those little kids. It wasn't until I had my voice, though, that I realized the importance of praying for your kids. I always prayed for Georgia. I prayed for her when I was pregnant, that she would be healthy and beautiful. When she was born, I prayed that I would be a great mom. I prayed that she would be smart and talented and that she would do great things for God's kingdom. And I prayed every night with her in our nightly routine that she would be healthy and she'd have a good night's sleep. All the basic prayers that us as parents pray. When she was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, I prayed for her healing. And I continue to pray because I know God can heal. And I truly believe that God is going to use her having this disease to change people's lives for glory. Because he doesn't let anything go to waste. But I never really, truly got on my knees and prayed powerful prayers over my kids until I learned it was necessary. Now, I get on my knees and I intercede for all five of my kids in ways that I never thought I would. 
Psalms 139, 13-16 For you formed my inward parts, you covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you, when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance, being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. God had a plan for your child before they were even formed in the womb. But this also means that the devil has a plan too. The enemy seeks to stop all of us, including your children, from accomplishing the purpose that God has laid out for them. With these amazing creations that God has entrusted into your care, it is up to you. It's up to you to intercede for them. It's up to you to pray for them. And it's up to you to lead and guide them. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Did you know that lions actually go after the young and the weak first? They are more likely to be able to catch one of the weak in the pack than a strong or fast animal. I find it interesting that God used the analogy of a lion here. You can dig into this verse and the analogy to find many things about the lion that go along with the message that God was relaying here. But something that has really stood out to me ever since I became a parent was who lions hunt to be able to devour them. The young are the first to go. This can mean the young in faith, the new Christians who aren't yet strong and knowledgeable in God's power, but it can also mean young literally, our children. The enemy is out to devour our children. They are the next ones to step out into their purpose that God has planned for them. And if the enemy can stop them before they even start, then his job is easy. It's our jobs as parents to protect them as they grow and mature in their walk with God. And we do that by praying. So how do we protect them? We can't be there every moment of every day and every night to stop any attack from coming at them and prevent them from hearing or seeing something that they shouldn't. We can't be there 100% of the time. You know who can and who is? God is. And he loves your children, and he wants to protect them even more than you do. So pray. An interesting coincidence, last night as I was writing my notes for this episode, it was about 9.30 in the, in the evening because, well, my mornings have been a little bit busy working on some other stuff. So my notes have been during the evenings. And then all of a sudden, I hear screaming and crying coming from James's room. That is not normal. He is one of the best sleepers. And he sleeps soundly through the night. It's rare that he has a bad dream or starts crying in the middle of the night. Well, he had a nightmare and was terrified. I leapt up from my chair and I ran into his room and squeezed him tight. As I held this crying, scared little boy, I prayed over his little mind and over that room. Instantly, as I prayed, I could feel God's presence come in that room. And he stopped crying. He went limp in my arms, relaxed and calm while he hugged me tight. Prayer can do mighty things. Even if it's just praying over a child when they have a bad dream, you are teaching them that their first stop should be Jesus. Not a last resort situation, but a first stop. And as I stood there clinging on to him praying, I had a thought. This is how Jesus feels when we're having a hard time. We scream and we cry, and he just runs and opens his arms and hugs us to make us feel calm and safe. If we run to our kids when they're having a nightmare, imagine what God does, because he loves them even more. 
your prayers for the matter. They're crucial. So I have five things to pray over your children. This isn't an exhaustive list. If I were to give you a full list of things that you can pray over them, this episode would never end. But this is a great place to start. And as you begin here, add specific things to what your child is going through in the moment. Ask God what you need to be interceding for on your child's behalf. My parents did. And if they hadn't prayed for me, and if my mom hadn't fasted and interceded for me when she did, I may not be here today. Stick around to the end. I've got a got an interesting story for you on that one. So number one is pray over the heart. Psalms 51.10 says, Create in me a new heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. To be steadfast is to be firmly fixed and not subject to change, to be firm in belief and determination, and to be loyal and faithful. So pray that your child has a heart after God, a loyal, faithful spirit that is firmly fixed on the word of God. Pray that as your child grows and encounters other people in their life, that their heart would stay pure and faithful to God. Pray that as they encounter heartbreak, that they would look to God for comfort and not other things in this world, that the heartbreak wouldn't become a foothold for the enemy, but that it would help them to grow closer to God instead. Pray over their salvation. Proverbs 3, 1 through 2. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Intercede for their salvation that your children will come to know God in a mighty way and keep his commands in their heart. We all want our children to prosper and have a long, fulfilling life. The Bible says to do that, we need to keep his commands in our heart. Pray that they don't forget who God is and what he has said. Number three is pray over their mind for wisdom. James 1.5, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Ask God to give them wisdom as they grow in Him. Pray that your children would have teachable hearts so that they are willing and love to learn and grow in God's word and knowledge and wisdom on earth as well. Number four is pray for their purity. Psalms 119.9, how can a young person stay on the path of purity? by living according to your word. And then another one is Psalms 51.10, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Pray that your children will live a life according to God's word, so they can stay on the path to purity. Pray for purity in all areas, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Purity doesn't just mean sexual purity, although we need to pray for that big time. The world has diminished the importance of purity and made it so casual that it's easy for the enemy to get a foothold and cause doubt in the importance of sexual purity. It doesn't matter how old your kids are or what they have done up until now. You can pray and intercede for God to protect them as they grow and are introduced into the things in this world. Pray for God to intervene as they see things and hear things that go against God's word and that God would reveal the truth. So there's no doubt in their mind. Purity in mind, heart, and body are rare among kids in this new generation. Don't let that be your kids. Pray God's protection over them. Five is pray for their friends. Proverbs 13.20 Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. Intercede for your children and their friends they currently have, and the friends that they will have as they get older. Pray that God brings wise friends into their lives that will help them to grow in their walk and to grow in their wisdom and truth. 
Pray that God brings wise friends into their lives that will help them grow in their walk with him and to grow in wisdom and in truth. Pray that they'll make wise choices when it comes to who they spend their time with and those that they walk in life with, that they would be good influences. Pray that as your children gets older, that they can be the wise one that can help others grow in their walk with God. And that as they meet people that are not walking close with God, that they would be protected from anything that may cause them to stumble. These five five verses are just the start to what you can be praying and interceding for your children. It's up to us as parents to intercede on our children's behalf. I have a personal story to share with you just how crucial praying for your children is. If your children are listening, I'm going to be delicate with the way I say this to protect the little ears. But when I was fresh out of high school, and sorry mom and dad if you're listening, I haven't told you this one, I started to make some very poor choices. About a year into my drinking, drugs, and promiscuity, I was at the bartender's house after the bar had closed down. I smoked something that had other drugs in it as well without knowing what it was. I could feel myself falling down a never-ending black hole. Down, 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 and I, I thought it would never end. I felt myself sinking. I curled up in the corner and I cried, asking for help. As I heard the other people in the background laughing, they didn't care. This was it. I knew I was going to die that night. People talk about facing death. And I knew that that was my moment. I knew I wasn't going to wake up the next morning. Then, around 4.30 a.m., I woke up. Everyone else was sleeping, and I heard the TV going in the background. It was a preacher, and I don't remember who it was or what they were talking about, but I do remember him talking about purpose and that there was more. He was talking to me. I I knew then that God had a purpose, and I was not living like I should, and this was not the purpose he had for me. God was talking to me through that preacher. I have no doubt that I would have died that night if God had not intervened. I tell you the story because my mom was praying hard for me that night. I found out later on that she was fasting and praying and interceding for me. I don't know what would have happened if she hadn't been. But I do know that I'm alive today because of my mom's prayers. Us as parents have an obligation to our kids to pray and intercede for them more than just, Dear Jesus, help them have a good night's sleep. No, we need to get on our knees and cry out to God for the lives of our kiddos. It matters. It makes a difference. And God hears each of those prayers. God, I pray for all the parents listening right now. I pray for these mamas that you would give them wisdom as they raise their kids up in your ways, God. I pray that you would just give them guidance and direction on what their children need and the prayers that their children needs. God, I pray that you would just intervene in these families' lives, that you would begin to grow them in the purpose and the destiny that you have called them to be. And I pray for these parents, God, that they would know exactly what their children needs, the exact prayers and the exact words, God. I pray that they would find time in their day to get on their knees and intercede for their kids for their kids' futures, for their kids' hearts, for their kids' purity, God. I pray that they would just begin to intercede in a new and mighty way so that these kids can be raised up in a passion and a calling that you have on their lives to change this world. Thank you, God, for 
the purpose that you have for these mamas, for the purpose that you have for these kids, and that you have entrusted these kids to each one of their moms, because you know that these moms are the perfect moms for them. Thank you, God, for what you have in store for each one of these families. Amen. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.